another thrilling episode of Saturday Night Gaming presents Dawn of the Dark Star. As we rush to join our scientist slash cyborg duo flying over the wild towards Lorian City, Raphael the Watcher, played by Ryan. And Wayfinder Immune and Company, played by. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and <the> Company. And <laughs> Company. <laughs> Uh, also, we have some strange tree people now running through the forest under them, played by... Richard, I'm pointing at you. Oh. <laughs> hey, Richard's here. He's on FaceTime, he can't see us, but we can hear him, and he will join in the excitement and fun with his long-lived legacy character, Mark. All right, now, you're flying over the wild... Uh, you're flying um, just past the barrier of Aloria City as you're making way towards the Watcher's laboratories. What you don't notice is that there are several tree creatures now running through the wild just beneath you and climbing up the wall of Aloria due to something still tied to your belt. It's um, putrid is the word. <coughs> After the vision that I had, I'm probably going to try to reach out and see if I can make contact with that mind again. Okay. Roll for mind contact. Uh, you I stole them from you. Yep. <laughs> there you go. Uh, that with would be 10. Intelligence. All right. So you succeed. You have reached out and you feel a connection to a mind. Mm -hmm. uh, does it have any... Like surface thoughts that I would pick up, or it has a strange ephemeral feel to it. That doesn't feel like any other mind you've ever contacted in your life. That's intriguing. Okay, I'm going to let you go ahead and treat this almost like a discerning reality thing. So you can have three questions. They don't necessarily have to tie to those, but try to keep three general questions that you can ask of this mind. Um. I felt it in pain, so I would probably ask it what's happening to you. My soul has been captive. I am being contained. Freedom is the one thing I desire. Where oh. are you being contained? Within my own home, the heart of the wild. Who's in control of the Heart of the Wild to have trapped you there? The control belongs rightfully to me, Fengar, the Shadow Fang. But the Nightshade Witch has taken possession of my forest. What can I do to help? I That's give you three questions. <laughs> That's a fourth question. He no longer knows any answers. We're we're out of range. You're out of range. You've left the mind. It feels as though a nice... What can I declare? It's like when you're in the middle of a nice hug and the other person pats you on the back solidly to let you know, the hug's over. All right. Now... Is that what that means? I thought it just meant keep going. 
You do, yeah. Um, Richard, you see these people flying as your four selves are now standing atop the wall of Aloria City. Do you want to continue? I know this place. You do know this place. You've been here before. You've escaped here before. And actually, it seems like they're flying to a similar structure and laboratory that you woke up in. Oh. Um, in your perception of reality, yes, there is an angel person, one that you had bonded with before, and you started worshiping as a deity as soon as you bonded with him and made him into a glowing angel. Okay, I'm gonna go wherever they are headed. Alright, cool, so you'll be staying in tow. I'll let you do so stealthily since you are a tree person now. I've been chasing that feeling. (laughs) You have missed it, yeah, your heroine has been gone. Alright, so... Where's that human factor in, man? I want to be a god again. Um, So you make it to your laboratory, and as you do, you actually notice that your laboratory itself has been locked down and is guarded by several troops that you would recognize as the Elorian Armed Forces directly under the command of Commandant Xavier. Hmm. Well, I guess I want to ask uh, one of the guards what's going on. <laughs> All right, so you're going to land and walk up to him, basically carrying this guy that's infected with black crystals. Yeah. And I guess you just set him there for a second. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm just going to keep holding him. Keep holding him like a baby. You cradle him <laughs> as you walk up to one of the guards, and you're like, what, what are you doing here? Uh, basically, four of the guards turn their rifles on you and tell you to stand down. <clears throat> stand down where you are right now, watcher! Oh, so they do know you. They do know me. <clears throat> stand down for what? <laughs> um, by order of the Commandant, you are to turn yourself over to our authority. And who is your authority? The Commandant. No. Xavier. I don't believe it. You don't, you don't believe in his authority, or you don't believe he <laughs> placed us here? He has no authority over me. Uh, and I will not turn myself in. As you say this, a uh, voice uh, rings out you recognize as Commander Clayton Caldwell. He employs to you. Raphael, please stand down. The Commandant seeks your audience. Mm. I'll uh, I'll carry Moon over to talk to the Commandant. <laughs> That's good. He is very interested in also seeing this black thing. My God, what's happened to you? Yes, the intelligence officer. He wants to see him as well. Very many questions he has in regards to his history. I'm probably laying in your arms like, dude, I, <laughs> I can walk still. He's like, kicking his feet. He's like, I can move, dude. You're like, no, I got this. I got this. <laughs> All right. So you're going to go ahead and carry him over to the commandant's office. As you do, you are sk- escorted by several armed guards that are making sure that you're walking just this way. 
and talk this way. All right, so you approach the office and you knock on the door as a booming voice from inside says, Enter at your own peril. (laughs) It doesn't say that part, though. Somebody else. (laughs) Uh, So you enter the office. You see an older man, um, probably a strong 55 look uh, to you, but he's bald. He's got a large black goat. Uh, and very wild eyes as he is dressed to the hilt in officer's attire with red gems adorning his uniform as he slams his fist on the desk and he says, Ah, Watcher, that's what they call you, right? Right. Well, you summon me here? It's good to see you've got a lot of spunk in you, boy, so you can stand up and talk for yourself. Hold and on. as for that thing you're dangling in your arms, <laughs> I'm assuming that this is Wayfinder you, as he performs air quotes. <laughs> um, this man needs medical attention. I need to get him to my lab. <laughs> we'll deal with medical emergencies when I've done dealt with my intelligence emergencies which is a severe lack of communication between your team and me. I told you to stay in contact, and nobody has done what they're supposed to do. Just, there's crazy things happening in this town. This town is secured under my direct military force. We've got strange boys from other worlds escaping with rogue commanders. We've got cyborgs blowing up half of the desert. We've got people going and disappearing, and we've got intelligence leaks going out to terrorists everywhere. Do you think I'm happy right now? You don't sound happy. like you've got most of the intelligence from what happened. Right. Oh, there's so much more I want to know, and there's so much more (laughs) I will know, and I will pick your cybernetic Steintech brain clean until I know everything. Especially... What's that growing on your chest? We were hoping to get to the bottom of that. That's the one thing we don't know. (laughs) We will be getting to the bottom of that, I think. I'm hoping we get to the bottom of it before it gets to the bottom of me. Either way, we will get it out of you. We will preserve the growth. Now, certain herbs have chirped in my ear that you're working for my brother. Artavian. This is not true. So you do not confirm these facts? I do not. I haven't spoken to your brother in ages. So you have spoken to my brother? In ages. It's been ages. Many people have strange perceptions of time. (laughs) Some people say... Oh, I'll be there, and then they show up at a later time. Some people say cosmic hours. <laughs> Measurements of time within Aloria can be a strange factor. Now, Richard, you yes. saw these two being escorted <clears throat> to a different facility, and you followed them there. Your tree root people are climbing on the outside of the building, and as they gaze through the window, they can see this old bald man yelling at the angel. <laughs> what do you do? What? I do not care for this man. You don't care for him yelling at your angel? No. 
What would you like to do about it? Okay. There are four of me. Uh, are there anyone else besides um, the, like, are there any of his soldiers? The armed guards seem to be outside of the room. Okay. Um... Uh, okay. Can I have, like, two of me go in and, like, jump in front of the angel and the other person? Okay, so, basically, things are about to get crazy. Things are about to get spicy. <laughs> Alright, so Mark is now rolling. <clears throat> Very successfully. Good job, Mark. Um... Uh, Two Mark Roots, Maroots, two of the Maroots jump in, crashing through the window, stretching vine uh, appendages all across the room as one of them slaps the Commandant against the wall, grabbing hold of the Angel and telling him, don't worry, Angel God, we love you. And then take him from the office building, out of the room, and run with him as the other one reaches down and snatches the dead monkey from Wayfinder Mune's belt and says, MINE! And again leaps out after the other one, and they seem to be running back towards the wild with the things they wanted in tow. Can I try to grab Paul before they escape? What did you say, Richard? Um, like, as we're jumping out, can I cast, uh, what was it? Uh, I think it was Divine Favor on, uh, the angel. Please do. Just so that he glows again. Like, for no other reason. Yes, uh, well, I'd like to tell you that as you are running towards the wild, Mr. Watcher, you are now golden and glowing. Again. Yes. You have, you are in favor. This does deplete some of your energy, though, Mark. I don't care. As long as he's glowing, it's all good. He is glowing like a beacon in your arms as you run towards the wood, the woods. Can I convince Mark to take Mune with us? You can roll charisma. <laughs> Here is a crystal. He doesn't care for Mune, who stole his dead monkey. I rolled a one. Can I try to grab onto one of the tree people as they're running out the window? You can roll for dexterity and see if you can follow. Ten. Okay. You don't quite grab onto one of the tree people, but you leap from the window. <laughs> and manage to... It's a good thing I've got... Oh no! <laughs> yeah, no cybernetic enhancements. Um, but you do seem to have a cord that you have brought with you in your utility belt. Yes. You use it to rappel down the building and then make your way towards the woods where you heard the voice and where you see the tree people carrying the golden glowing angel. This is amazing. Who even knew this was going to happen? Not me at all. Um, so you make your way back into the woods. You are a glowing beacon within the shadows of the woods. And as you remember the last time you peered into the woods, it's very dark in there. There's almost no ability to see. Mark's 
the Maroots seem to know their way around by feeling their way around. But they can also see now if they wanted to because you are glowing and illuminating the area. As you see many of these black birds with crimson uh, mohawks on their head, these crests that go on their head. You see many of the ferals, the wolf-like red pandas, the ferocious ones that are not wolf people but are just wolves. For anyone interested in those wolf people, they are not wolf people, they are wolves. Uh, you also hear the rumblings of something large in the woods. Uh, I'm, a, I'm going to assume that is the green light. <clears throat> I think uh, I want to maybe roll perception, fly up, and kind of get a, my bearings. You are being hugged at the moment. It's a lot of vines. You are I being carried like much like you carried uh, uh, someone else at the moment. You're a cradle <laughs> within the arms of your faithful followers who are taking you to their new cult so that you can be a god of a new cult. But I don't think I, so I don't recognize them because no, you obviously don't. Mark tree people. was very different the last yes. time I encountered him. <laughs> but you recognize the feeling. I know the feeling. So So they must know Mark. I think they do. And I want to ask them uh, if they know of or have met Mark and know where I might find him. All right. Tree people, you are now being asked by the angel man if you know Mark and where he can find him. I am Mark. All four of the Maroots look at you and say, I am Mark. <laughs> what do you, what do you mean you're Mark? You, you sound different. You're four different creatures that now. <laughs> do you want to take a stab I've at explaining? Do what? I've always been four different creatures. <laughs> I'm just gonna. <laughs> I'm just gonna understand that I will never understand. You're going to attempt to understand that he is just a strange creature. Some of the most fun you can ever have is asking Mark where he came from. I will accept that Mark is the way he is, <laughs> and I love him anyway. I love you anyway. He loves you anyway, Mark. Yeah, that's good. If you didn't, I would have to kill him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Roll dexterity to make it over the wall. All right. So you manage to climb up the wall, but as you do, there is several shots of gunfire ringing out directly at you. I can't imagine why they would be shooting at me. As you look back, you can see that there are several special ops soldiers that are hot in your pursuit. I tell them. Excellent. I'm glad y'all are here. We're going into the wild. <laughs> you madman! No one goes into the wild! Except me. Well, my friend just went. <laughs> We've got to go get him back. The Commandant will have you whether you like it or not, traitor! The Commandant will come to the wild to get me. <laughs> As he makes it over the wall. Then it'll be up to them to decide whether or not they want to pursue you further, and you'll find out if they do or not. Now, we're going to break away real quick, and we're going to deal with some of the situation that remains in Toluca. As 
Solaris has cast aside the righteous right hand that was previously held by the late Dobby. Uh, and the Draken Deathshade has taken control for the moment of what he now would like to call the Gale Force Glaive. All right, I'm going to hurl it at the eye. All right, so first you're going to roll Constitution for the ability to maintain control over the glaive. Again? Okay. You controlled it enough to stop it from killing you. Ah, gotcha. <laughs> nope. What you got? Five. There's that. All right, go ahead and subtract one from health as the glaive begins to tear with fervor what some is... very forceful winds ripping across your scaly flesh. Okay. All right. Is, is Big 3 eyes still up and going? Oh, he's out. Yeah, he's good. I'm going to propel myself up and kind of like bring more energy like a big solar blast at him. All right, roll for it. For the eye. I got it. Gotcha. Ooh, eight plus what is your toast? Yeah. Nine. Okay, so roll a d8. Five. Okay. So you manage to blast as you run up and propel yourself into the air and do a big bang attack, double-fisted solar blast right into his eye. Uh, it does hit, and the eye shuts itself very tightly. You see some blood trickling out the corners of the eyelid on his forehead. He roars and falls back and he says, Who are you to dare assault King Balator in his own world? I look up. In the words of Tony Stark, we are Solaris. <laughs> Alright. I have heard of no such creature on my world. This is my role now. We shall see. The solar panels on this thing. Yeah, he's got some big solar panels. It unfolds and it's like a door I got a 10. Because I'm trying to hurl the thing back at him. I okay, had to roll so for constitution. Got constitution back over the, the yes. blade. Okay. All right, now so you're going to try to hurl it. Seven. Okay, so you manage to take control of it again so it's no longer damaging you, and you reach back and you toss it. All right, now it seems that you're able to use it as a glaive, but whatever additional force inside of it you still don't understand doesn't seem to awaken with it. Now, the glaive does soar true to aim and embeds itself deep in the chest of the giant Balator. He has another piercing. Yes, and several more. He's pierced. Got the bone thing. I gave him two. The septum. He's got the septum bone thing in his nose. He's got some danglies coming down from his temple. He's got some. I'm going to get those back. Yeah. We'll see if we can. I'm going to try. All right. Now, as you do this. He's got a Prince Albert. You hear. The voice of heavy metal <laughs> scream. 
Oh, no, God! I guess we won't have to rip that out. <laughs> I'm going to look over my shoulder real quick. All right, so as you look back, you see that uh, heavy metal is now down on the ground, and walking just past where he was is a cloaked <laughs> man. He's wearing a black with red trim robe uh, with a hood to it. He's walking forward. And you no longer see the, the gauntlet on the ground. And look back forward between the giant and the hooded guy mm-hmm. trying to assess. So uh, what is the probability that I can take up the big one now? and change my attention to him afterwards. Intelligence. Between the giant and the new threat, I am assessing that our risk percentiles have escalated drastically. As for lore of this area, I have yet to survey it and do not know what lays ahead of us. What do you recommend as my next course of action, Sawyer? Or our next course of action? Survive. So be it. Okay. You also see um, the cloaked man approaching. I mean, I'm in battle. I'm still going to try and finish it. I mean, that's who I am. Okay. Like, I just see him just... All right. All right, so I'm going to fly up and try to slice the eye again. Okay. It's eight. Okay, so you manage to fly up and you take the plasma blade that you're holding and you embed it into the forehead of the giant. But as happened before to you with the arm of the other giant, your blade is now stuck in there. So you are riding the head of the giant. The one-handed head of the giant. So he's going on one hand left swatting around. Baltor is one-handed now? Baltor, yeah, yeah, I, I cut his hand off. He only has one hand. His Sawed eyes shut closed because of the huh? damage he did. Sawed it off. <laughs> and uh, he is attached to the head now with a plasma blade stuck in it. Cool. I'm going to look back to him, see that he's still fighting. I think that would probably be the best course of action is to get rid of the big guy first. Okay. Rock it up to his throat and using bin bars of gate, jam my hands in and try to crush his throat. Roll your strength. That's not happening. <laughs> there you go. As you jump up to try and attack the giant Bahaltor, he swats you away with his one good hand. Sending you reeling back into the, uh, the field, you crash into the ground, sliding further back as you now lay at the feet of this cloaked man. I look at him. That was a valiant effort. Okay. Thanks. Eight. I'm continuing to try and cut it's his eye still out. wedged in there. You're using all your strength to try and saw it down further to get towards the eye. Now, 
As you lay there at the feet of the cloaked man, he takes his robe and he casts it off of himself. As you look up and you see an armored, uh, his, his armor is similar to what you saw that Dobby and Tyranny were wearing. Seems to be from the same tribe. There is a bolt emblem on his chest that recognizes the Order of the Storm. But what you recognize now is that the gauntlet with the blades attached to it, the clawed gauntlet, is on his right hand. And you look over to his left hand and see a dark silver gauntlet with an orange ember gem embedded into it on his other hand. As he runs forth to attack the giant. He launches himself up with blades of lightning in one hand, and the other one seems to just have a strange vibration to it. As he crushes down into the base of your sword, shoving it further into the cranium of the giant, assisting you in shoving the blade further down behind the third eye. Thank you for your assistance, stranger. I... You have my assistance, but that I will be mine. How about it? Then we have agreed. Let us kill this supposed king. He is no king, he is a cur. Agreed. All right, go ahead and roll. Nine. Okay, so between the assistance of the stranger and your own strength, you manage to shove the blade completely behind the cranial surface to where the eye would be, uh, attached by some sort of neural nerve, and you pry it forward until the eye frees itself from the forehead of the king, falling to the ground as the king stumbles backwards in reeling pain, and the stranger leaps off of the head of the creature and then reaches his fist up into the air, the one that you haven't really seen used too much yet. And it almost seems to propel him down into the chest of the king as it caves it in completely in a huge circumference that doesn't match up with the size of the fist and crushes it into the ground, causing several different quakes to reach out from it. As he stands up from the chest of the creature, the glaive that was embedded in his chest, now in his hand, he attaches it to his belt and walks over to you. I'm assuming as you're prying your yeah, I'm getting my, off of his head. Yeah, I'm getting my hooks back. Yeah. These piercings do not suit you, giant. Neither did this one. What is your name, stranger? I am Lothan Mito, the Death Shade. I appreciate your assistance. This giant and his tribe have been a nuisance in my region for quite some time. I will conquer this continent, and once I have, the world of Valos will be under my ordered rule. We will bring peace to these lands. So does that mean you're an enemy of the Alorians? That blasphemous city is a blight on the face of Valos. I'm in. 
He reaches forward with the gauntlet of blades and he taps it on one shoulder and then taps it on your other shoulder and he says, what is the best title of your people? What rank would you desire? I forgot what the name of that was. Blood Rage. I, the Stormbringer, now dub thee my General Blood Rage. You will follow me, and we will have much Alorian blood to spill. Good. I do have one ally with them that is starting to defect within their company. We will deal company. with any who will show loyalty. Now, this thing over here made of plastic, is he with you? He is. You there, speak for yourself. What would you like to know? Where do your loyalties lie? Previously, I would have answered to Aloria. However, now, I would say to ourself. Yourself. And what does yourself desire from this realm? To survive. Your survival chances escalate with me, the Stormbringer, for anything else that lays in my path will perish. I would have dealt with my feisty duo of followers for taking my possessions with them. However, it seems that they were already cast aside. They didn't fare too well against the king. So I'm gonna intelligence with Solaris. Ah. Based on what we just saw, what are the what is the probability of him succeeding? And you rolled a what? A nine. Okay. Um Based on the readings that I have taken off of this man and the objects that he now possesses, it seems that three of these objects are imbued with similar power sources to the Black Shard that used to power the Solaris Sky Station, our previous self. The power readings of those alone would dictate that this creature is of astounding biological resolve. Then do you have any opposition to this joining with him? I only oppose death. If we survive at his side, then I am with you 100%. Excellent. Okay. How do you speak out loud? I'm in. Good. Then Solaris, bloodshade. Blood rage. <laughs> I believe that there is a way for us to attack Aloria through the doors of this facility. That is what brought me here. To use this, he reaches up these huge gauntlet hands, Stein Tech, with his quotes. Follow me and we will use it to our advantage. All right. I believe Stein is still in there. Somewhere. Maybe he'll be of use. 
let's hope for his sake he is. All right, so now you stand before the doors. He's basically ordered you to get in for him. I'm going to walk up to him. Bin bars, lift gate, and Brandon Bad Baby's a winner. All right. If the dice allow. If the dice are on your side. They are not. They are <laughs> on your side to get some experience. <laughs> you are weakened from your battle. Rage. Do you mind letting me hand, please? Hold my back. <laughs> so, Stein has been watching the entire thing unfold on the camera, and he looks at him failing his attempt. You really should have used pure Stein tech. I told you people this. And now I laugh at you. Ho, ho, ho. Click. You got something else as well. Stein did actually make Solaris, so he is pure Stein tech. Oh, okay. He's involved Stein tech. <laughs> Your invention has outgrown you. It's not a phase, Dad. Leave me alone. Yeah. You're not my real dad. Space Daddy is. Oh, God. Space Daddy's inside, too. Yeah, so he looks at, or he points the camera towards the new stranger. So, who do I have the pleasure of meeting? I, I am a Stormbringer, and I have come to purify this realm. You will open these doors, and you will take me to your city. First, ask nicely. Second, that is not my city. To be fair, I will ask nicely. He reaches back with the gauntlet hand and smashes it into the door, prying them both open with ease as he walks through. Why can't we just avoid that so nice? Stein just... If you're asking nicely, I would tell you because we don't hold three Omega-powered crystals. So Stein just sighs... Oh, good lord, not another one of these demon fellows. Alright, so where do you want to go, Mr. Stormbringer? You are going to take me on your magic pad until we arrive in a glorious city. Oh, good, so we have common interest to destroy Aloria, good. Now... Is, is that what you invented us for, Stein? So let's myself separate. More or less. There is some truth, there is some falsehood, but I don't need to tell you anything. <laughs> As right, so. runs out, he goes, Is everybody going home? Are we going back to the city? Later going back to the city, you may not want to go there, friend. Point taken. I will continue to sit here and research the realms. You go ahead and do whatever it is that it is that Stein does. Alright, so Don't come back with any ghost bears though. Um, oh god, don't matter my what happened to ghost bears. You need to go, Richard? Yeah. Alright, bud. It was great having you. I'll go ahead and keep doing your characters. We appreciate Bye. you. Bye. Hey, buddy. Bye. Bye. Take care. Whatever happened to Ghost Bear, did it? Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, Everman Machine. 
Alright, so Stormbringer. And even though you're new, you mm. notice that as y'all are looking at Stein, he has remutilated himself to apply his cybernetic self back to the way it was. That's not healthy. He's well, like he's got a uh, enhancement addiction. He looks at him that's still regrowing everything. You have been doing healthy things yourself. Alright, so everyone still up onto the pad. Alright, so Solaris, the new newly dubbed Blood Sh Blood Rage, uh, Blood Rage, and the Stormbringer step onto the teleportation pad. And as Blood Rage looks at um, <laughs> looks at um, Stein, you're a strange little fellow. The and he presses a button, cranks everything up to go to Aloria. All right. So as y'all teleport and evaporate from this part of the realm, we're going to go ahead and cut back to the heart of the wild, where the Maruts have firmly grasped, hugging, as one might say, a hug from the inside, upon <laughs> yes. their golden angel. Uh, you are close in tow, but you are keeping a stealthy track as you enter the wild. Because I'm still not comfortable here. I'm just more comfortable than being shot. That's true. So, go ahead and roll for your own safety. Roll for safety. All right. So... It is Dex. Um, so you roll a seven. You manage to evade a. Sh there's this black bird with a red crest that shoots down at you, but you evade it. But as you do, you draw the attention of several other creatures in the forest. All right. We're going to learn about some creatures, guys. Now, so you can see that there are several reflective glowing eyes behind the, br the brush, and you can hear several of the birds still floating around in the trees, but you also feel a, a large rumble, uh, almost like the noise itself creates a vibration in the air. Um. Okay. All right, so as you reach out, you seem to reconnect with the same mind that you had connected with before. Uh -huh. um, you feel the connection, you feel the bond, but you don't feel like you can maintain it for very long. Do I feel a direction? Yeah, I don't think I do. Directly along the path where they were taking your golden flint, your friend. Your wing, your wing fella, your wingman. That seems like the direction I'm going to keep going. Uh, I will attempt to just stay as stealthy as possible. Okay. I would like to try to convince the Maroots that we <laughs> that we need Mune that he could come in handy. 
Okay, so go ahead and roll with uh, your charisma. That is going to be a six. I'm really racking these up tonight. All right, so as you try to talk to the Maroots, a root grows over your mouth. No. We love you. We take you to the new cult leader. You will love her too. Trust us. Look, she made us better. <laughs> right. As you enter a clearing, you see a, a shining pool of water below a very steady stream waterfall. Lush grass, beautiful purple flowers growing out from the surroundings, and atop the waterfall, you see a woman clad in black and green with unkempt hair. Yeah. As she turns and says, Ah, my precious young have brought me a new prize, this golden angel. Have you come to serve me to join the wild? <laughs> As the root frees itself from your mouth. I have not. I don't know why I'm here. I don't know why Mark brought me here. So you defy the wild. <laughs> I am just in the wild. The wild <laughs> will soon become all of Valos. All who stand opposed to the growth of the wild will die. I am all for reforestation, so... So you join <laughs> us. Um, I, no, I, I don't... So you defy here. us! I, you are a confused <laughs> little golden man! I... She sounds much more feminine than I do. I will, be, I will be glad to, to help you. I think we could be allies. I believe you are confused. I am a totalitarian. I believe full force in my cause. Once upon a time, this whole continent was ravaged with a war between the Salamara and the Elorian. It was my wild that divided that war. It was my wild that brought peace to this land. It divided their kind and brought a long-lived merry time for you all. Look how far you Elorians have come. You don't even carry around swords and heavy armor anymore. You're growing wings out of your back and shooting laser pistols. Woohoo! <laughs> uh, well, I mean, that's... My ultimate goal is, is peace, so... And mine as well. I will... Peace and quiet. I will join you, for sure. All right. Close. Go ahead and roll a constitution check. Close. One turn. Uh, nine. Okay, so as vines start to reach up from the ground and grasp upon you, the golden aura you wear that the Marut actually gave you seems to repel those vines. This angers the nightshade. Uh, yeah, nightshade. Nightshade. So many shades and Death stuff shades. I don't remember. <laughs> shades of yes. Nightshade <laughs> seems to be enraged that you've hurt her extensions. Hmm. 
Well, this is an All interesting right, now, development. You are approaching the outskirt of the opening, but you're still hidden within the trees. Roll for stealth. All right, so you still manage to stay hidden from the eyes of those within the clearing, but that rumble that you heard seems to be getting closer to you. And you can see him being attacked by vines and surrounded by my roots. Um. And a crazy lady yelling at him <laughs> in a very deep, manly voice. Ace and Turtle. Oh, yeah. Is that him, I am going to try to dominate her mind. So you want to try and shut her out? Basically, I want to try and take over her for long enough to get him out of the clearing. Okay. Because I have a feeling that she's not doing it. Okay. To my Previous connection. So, ten. All right. So, as she stands there before you and she starts to get pissed that you've hurt her tendrils, her little living tendrils, she starts to yell at you. She's like, you will be put! And just falls face forward into the pond in front of the waterfall. She hits the water and sinks in. Seems like she's not even conscious anymore. Does she need to breathe air? Who knows? I just killed someone. Maybe. Mm -hmm. Well, on how important she seems. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I'll, I'll, I want to try to take Mark with me though. So I'm going to try to convince Mark again that we need to run away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. One god versus another. I'm addicted Roll to the power. Roll charisma. <laughs> I rolled a three. You get so much experience in talking to this, this creature that you seem to like. <laughs> I, um, I need it. All of the Maroots turn to you and they go, No! What are you doing? This was our new cult! Do you know how many times we've tried to build a cult to no avail? That's right, we know words like avail. What? This was our cult! You've destroyed our cult, Golden Man! You are a cult. You are a living, walking, four-person cult. This is true, but every cult has a leader. Who else gives you the Kool-Aid? You <laughs> took out the Kool-Aid lady! Follow me. Do you have Kool-Aid? <laughs> Do I have Kool-Aid? No. What is Kool-Aid? Oh, no, this seems like a bad deal. This seems like a bad deal. The lady turned us into tree people. We need to be tree people with the lady. Well, then you can stay here with her. I'm going to go find you. All <laughs> what right. do I have to offer? <coughs> Roll your stealth. Would you, <laughs> Mark, would you like cybernetic enhancements? Tree cyborgs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... As you're still arguing with the Maroots and you're edging back towards the forest, you hear a large rumble and a growl as Mune flies out of the forest and skids across the ground towards the pond right in front of you. Mune, my and hero. from the trees bursts forth 
a large gorilla type creature. Uh, it's very fast, it seems highly <laughs> aggressive. It's got green, tan, and brown fur, almost in the styling of a camouflage pattern. And it looks like a very angry, very large gorilla. You would know this as a Ruda, a giant Ruda. I'm going to try and... Is he with the creature? Or did the they creature just, just threw happened him out to of the woods. Oh, okay. It was following his scent. He yeah. still had residual dead monkey on his belt. Should have showered. Yeah. I'm going to try and see if it has a mind that I can... You're going to roll a d4 and see if you have a mind to talk with. Four. <laughs> you do. Good for you. All right. Uh, ten. All right. It does not have a sentient mind, but it seems to be able to be controlled. So I will try to dominate it. Well, you rolled a ten, so you'd be able to dominate at this point. Um, do I have a sense for where the giant wolf spirit was? You didn't roll for that. You rolled for connecting to the gorilla. But I, I had been following. You did. You feel close to it. But right now you're connected with the gorilla. Gotcha. Um, Multitasking doesn't seem to be the purpose of your mind. Are there other cultists here in the world? Other than Maru. There are four Maru's. Okay. So Giant Gorilla is going to help us out with Maru if he doesn't want to go with us. Okay. The Gorilla now seems to be attacking the Maru's. Picking them up and throwing them like twigs. Hmm. Because I didn't recognize Maru as Mark. <laughs> well, I don't think Mark actually liked me the last time that we talked anyway. I think not. So what I am going to do is, well, I just want to convey to you that this is Mark. You're going to do it with charisma. Believe it or not. <laughs> this charisma. Yeah, go ahead and grab one of those. A uh, six. Oh um, he starts trying to talk to you and yell at you about the fact that the Maroots are Mark. He's yelling, but it's Mark. It's my golden feeling. Don't hurt my golden feeling. As one of them is picked up into the air by the giant Ruta and snapped in half like a twig, <gasps> flinging forth green, gooey vineyard blood all across the area. As that happens, don't worry, I'm going to free you. I'm here to help. And as you look at him, you notice, helping me. you notice that the crystal has started to spread further across his chest. Ooh. The black veins growing deeper into his flesh. I haven't even noticed that. It's fine. <laughs> Alright. Um, Roll for sanity. That's going to be a turn. That is a one. His eyes grow black. His too, or the gorilla yes. beast? No, his eyes grow black. 
Actually, the gorilla's eyes also grow black as he is controlling it. He raises to his feet and he says, Feeble little bird man, do not attempt to tell me what to do. You are my marionette now. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to attack the, uh, the gorilla beast. All right. Uh, I like the image of me just doing everything that yeah. doing, but at this point, the gorilla's actually making the movements. Yeah, well, I've got um, some gauntlet guns, so I am gonna take a shot at them. Gonna use them. Yep. Which would be. Am I rolling? What am I rolling off of? Uh, for your guns, it's based on your design, that's your intellect. All right. So it'll be nine. All right. So you start blasting away into the back of the gorilla. It does some damage, but it mostly gains the attention of the gorilla now. The giant Ruta looking at you with these black bleeding eyes as it also roars out. How dare you attack me? And it rushes towards you. You can roll evasion. Would that be dexterity? Yes, it would. So 10. Awesome. You managed to fly up into the canopy of the forest. You've completely evaded the Ruda. Right. Roll your sanity again. Two. Still fading into the darkness. <laughs> As a geyser of water shoots up from the pool, launching into the air, the nightshade witch flies back up. And she's looking about her area as one of her tree creatures is ripped in half. A giant Ruta being possessed by a dark entity and this dark entity standing in front of her. How dare you defile my home? How dare you defile my home? You get to attack the nightshade. With seven plus whatever. Uh, seven. This would be like your strength, I guess, but uh, so just seven. So you launch into the air and the two of you lock in combat. So basically you're seeing this guy you used to know who's now oozing with blackness um, is entangled with this wild woman up in the air above the, uh, the pond. You're flying in the sky, kind of safe at the moment, glowing. <laughs> but he's not a, it's the, uh, the gorilla beast, right? It's, it's, no, it's him that's shady. locked in combat. The gorilla beast is still underneath you going, oh, 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 <laughs> reaching. So you so you're just having two separate fights at yeah. one time. He's okay, controlling the mind of the gorilla, I and gotcha. he's he's there. All right. Well, I am going to uh, try to dive bomb at the gorilla. All right. And attack it. I think that would be like a speed maneuver. So we'll go ahead and run that off of dexterity. Four. So you do dive bomb down to the giant Ruta. Uh, it is too fast though. Nothing flies over its head. It would surely catch it. And it does. It grabs hold of you, slamming you into the ground. I'm still in God mode though, right? <laughs> does that help me at all? 
Okay, so five, I believe your armor's five, isn't it? Yes. Your armor absorbs the damage. Yay. You don't think you can take many hits like that, though. Right. Now, you're still locked in combat with the Wild Witch, so go ahead and roll for Defy Danger. You would roll dexterity, basically, your speed to defy danger. So you 11. successfully do so. So you remain in combat, locked with her. Now you roll your sanity dice. Three. <laughs> the darkness fades from your eyes, receding back into the infection. Immune, now reaching out within your mind, your programming taken back over and you see that you are floating in the air locked in combat with this wild woman hissing into your face that's disconcerting um, I will try to pulse her mind with an isolation pop okay Okay, so you again try to reach out, but this time you're locked in mental combat as well as physical combat with her pulsing into her mind. She has felt this before and seems to have built up some resilience to it. She's pissed. You can tell by the look in her eyes. She's like, how dare you invade me without consent. <laughs> Sir, <laughs> you are locked in combat with the gorilla. I would like to, I want to get Mark out of there. All right, well, there's still three Marks left. Three <laughs> groups. I want, to, I want to collect the Marks and fly them to safety. Should you pick up the other Mark? The broken Mark. Broken Mark doesn't look good. <laughs> Ants are kind of crawling in and out now. I, that would be off crawl of, in, the worms crawl out. <laughs> that would be Can off of dexterity, right? Yeah, dexterity to try and reach at least one of the marks. Uh, ten. All right, so you manage to grab hold of one of the Maroots that is fighting against you, but you fly him up and out of the canopy. As you do, you've separated him from the other two, the wood growth upon his body seems to fade a little, and you see the flesh of a child inside. Cool. Okay. So you're flying above the canopy with him. Yep. All right. Don't take the broken one out of this box. <laughs> Roll for Defy Dancer. Here's experience. The Wild Witch takes hold of you, coursing a uh, drastic amount of her magic energy into your body and throws you down into the water that you had originally left her in. You take two damage as she throws you into the water pool. Um, now, sanity, and then tell me what you'd like to do. The darkness taking over again. Floating down in the water, mm -hmm. I'm going to commune with the gem 
because it seems to have a large source of power that I seem to need to be able to beat her. Okay. So roll for intelligence to commune with the, the gym. I'd do a very interesting job of that with my five. <laughs> It defies you and takes control, launching back out of the water, thrashing at her. All right. You're above the canopy holding what is now a small child. <laughs> well, I just want to sit him down, like, safely away from the fighting. Okay, so, like, fly him over to the Elorian wall and sit him atop of it? Or just, like, in a tree. I'll just put him up in a tree. Pick. I'll put him in a tree. <laughs> okay, so you want to rest him back down on the tree as the wooden growth begins to grow back over him again as he comes in contact with the tree. Okay, and I'm now I'm going to attack Nightshade. All right, roll for your dexterity. That would be 10. Okay, so go ahead. I think I'm gonna swoop in behind her Slice her with my wings. Awesome. Roll a D8, please. Is this it? Yeah. It worked. Three? Okay. So you fly in, you slice her across the back with one of your wings as you then, I guess, strafe past her. Uh, she's wildly angry now. You see this green energy start to leak from her as she still has you locked in combat with her. Roll your D4. You are completely consumed by the darkness. Your soul urge. One would say that I did a good job of communing with the darkness. <laughs> Your soul urge is destruction. It's to um, return things to the way they once were. Vacant. Before life. Before life. Before the primordial. Gotcha. So to destroy the life that lays before you. The two of you are kind of like opposing forces at this moment. She represents this growth in life and you represent destruction and darkness, the void. Okay. Um, but it is what's in control. So you can either roll to do damage to her or try to roll to somehow fight the darkness. As you stated, you are the wrong body to be in. Yeah. But I am pretty close. Um, I am going to create mirror image of myself that is also attacking her so that it throws her off while I'm trying to basically hack and slash her off. Okay. Go for it. So that's a seven on the hint. She seems to see multiples of you and it throws her off a little bit but she still has focus on the energy pulsating from you. So it's not helping as much as I was. But you're just slapping her like in the face. You're just like pop, pop, pop. All right. <coughs> Angel. So 
Watcher. My attacker again, and I'm going to regret it, but I'm going to use my shoulder cannon. All right. Roll with your intelligence. With my, okay, uh, seven. Sweet. So it lands a few of the blows. It seems to explode on this green aura that's around her. And she's now got her attention on you. So roll to defy danger. Would that be off Dexterity. of... Dexterity. Uh, nine. Okay. Two of the remaining Maroots start reaching out their tendril arms trying to capture you, but you maneuver and evade. But they do have their full attention on you. Roll for Sandy. Okay. Four. Mune, welcome back. Uh, do I still have control of the gorilla? No. As soon as your darkness began to fade within yourself, you see the Groot, the, the Ruta seems to look around confused and then skimpers away back into the forest. Okay, roll for connection to the mind. So, 10. <coughs> you reach out and you hear the, the same voice calling out to you. I am here, Falco. I think I found... You have the three questions that you can ask it. I think I found the one who imprisoned you. How do I defeat Release me. How do I release you? You must sever the bonds that hold me. What bond? Where are the bonds that I should be severing? Look behind the illusion of water. There was a giant pool of water with a waterfall, yeah. Out with a waterfall? Yeah. Gotcha. So I am going to. Do I actually have actions left this turn? You made those thoughts, you made those connections. I'll allow you to start telling me what your next action is going to be, what you're trying I'm to do. I'm going to be trying to basically kick off of her towards the water. Okay. Go ahead. Watch her. Go ahead. Um, wherever, where, wherever you're wanting to do. Yeah. You're still me, evading the Maroots. Still evading. Can I... Let me grab the Maroots and fly them to where the other Maroot is. <laughs> All right. Uh, go ahead and roll with your dexterity <laughs> to grab another Maroot. I'm thinking very <laughs> It's a five. <laughs> 
All right, you rush down to try and grab hold one of the Maruts, but it hugs you and the other one hugs you, and now they are consuming you with vines, saying, why do you want to leave us? Love us, <laughs> hug us, accept our hugs. I'm trying to get you to safety. You are safe with us in our love. We will keep you safe in our love. <laughs> I don't feel safe. <laughs> All right. Now go ahead and roll for your decks. Well, roll your sanity. Four. Nice. Now roll your dexterity. You kick off of her and land smack in, I mean, like belly flop. You just belly flop on the pond of water below you. Excellent. And sink in. I'm going to look below the surface and see if that's the. You see koi fish. You see koi fish. Just looking at you with their lifeless eyes. <laughs> All right. I think I want to roll perception to see if I can see any weaknesses on Nightshade. Um, if that's an option. Once I fall, can I... You're still connected. Can I let him know to look behind the waterfall? Oh, your Bluetooth? Yeah. Your Bluetooth hasn't been working real well since the sandstorm. Since the sandstorm, okay. You just yell it at me. <laughs> He's face first in the water. Face first in the water right now. <laughs> <laughs> you just seem like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> I, I kick off of her and went... <laughs> Yeah, you should see him try to swim. It's really excellent. All right, now go ahead and uh, roll for your perception, your vision, so that would attach to your intelligence. Uh, seven. Okay, you don't get a real sense of weakness, but you can tell that there's some sort of, with your uh, range vision, you see that there's some sort of strange green energy that connects her to something that is reaching with her through the waterfall. Seems to be why she doesn't leave this clearing. Uh, gotcha. Well, I will go ahead and fly toward the waterfall. All right. He's flying towards the waterfall, but he's made his roll. You, sir, are. I'm face holding first the roots in, in each arm, I guess, since they're hugging me. <laughs> <laughs> they're still like, they're on my legs. On, and you keep on like stepping forward like two children, grabbing onto your ankles as you walk. <laughs> You can re-roll that. On the floor, and gone. You're saying, in the water. Uh, With dexterity move? Yeah. Using dex to try and swim towards the waterfall. All right, How? what's your score on it? Uh, that is 11. You do better than swim. You launch yourself back up, <laughs> and as you swim, just under to where the waterfall is, you see that there is, past the waterfall, there is a cave clearing. Mm -hmm. And it's water level, so you're able to climb up and into the cave clearing. Okay. It is completely pitch black in here. Can I try to use my static charge to light it up? Basically, We'll say that you do that. Uh, yeah, you, you've got electricity. You start to light it up, but you don't see anything immediately in front of you except a tunnel heading deeper into the cavern. It's not really meant for that, so I probably want to get a few feet in. Yeah, you've got a little bit of illumination. All right, um, as y'all are there, cutting over to Aloria City, 
we now have a teleportation pad within the main offices of the Alorian military forces. It looks a lot like that, the actual uh, installation. Oh, um, yeah. So the installation itself looks like that little tower that our friend has built. And uh, <laughs> as you all appear within the basement of the facility to on the teleportation pad, uh, the General Blood Rage, the Stormbringer, and Solaris escorted by Dr. Stein. <clears throat> All right, you're here in Aloria now. What do you want to do? Uh, yes, I haven't been here in quite some time. I believe I'd like to burn it down to the ground, but one must always use caution. Let's survey the area first. The Solaris, how do you feel? I, we, are going to get an aerial view. Okay, so you want to fly out of the building and get an aerial view of the city? And see if there's any military units around us. Okay, roll for dexterity. Nine, ten. Alright, so you fly out of the building, you soar up into the sky, you are maintaining contact with Dr. Stein, who has Stein Tech. You are Stein Tech. It seems to be able to communicate with you, but he doesn't have full communication to your full mind, if mm -hmm. you get my drift. You choose what you talk to him. Um, mm -hmm. But you fly up into the city, and you notice that there's actually a huge gathering of Alorian people around a woman who's on a, um, like a pedestal, um, like a spokesperson, political campaign looks like. Uh, she's standing there announcing some words to these Lorian people about freedom, about rights. Um, can I get closer? Can I activate camouflage while maintaining flight and get closer? Yeah, sure. Let's do that real quick. I'll just let you get closer. Okay. If you want to roll for like intelligence or perception to just see if you can attain what's going on. I do not. Okay, she's still speaky-speaky, and you're still like, oh, what the heck is she politics. talking about? You're like right in the middle of a pol politics. political speech. Care about politics. So you can transmit to Dr. Stein that there's a political speech going on right I'm just going to open the way so he can hear it and just like, you make sense of this. All right, so this is what you got. You got this political speech coming in through your mind, uh, your, your Bluetooth, your Stein tooth. All right, what is she saying? Who's done? All right. Um, basically, yeah, she's just preaching to the Alorian people about freedom and about rights. That every Alorian would have rights that they are not being afforded under this current regime. Perhaps we could use them to our benefit, Stein. Maybe. So I patch everything forward to where Stormbringer can, you can hear, it. hear everything. What do you make of this? Do you think we can use these little people as pawns in, our, in your um, plan to conquer Velos? 
This is very interesting. The easiest way to build an army is with the disenfranchised. Let us introduce ourselves to this woman who speaks with fire. All right. Y'all exit the facility and walk into the crowd. Um, is Stein walking with them or does he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. Everybody actually sees y'all. Nothing about y'all. I mean, a big lizard man, a cybernetic man, and a guy that has just these awesome weapons and armor uh, are just walking into the crowd. Now, the way he looks, he's not ugly. He's young. He seems fit. He mm -hmm. actually reminds Stein of somebody he's met before. He seems to have some very familiar... Appear appearances and mannerisms, yes. As they walk into the crowd, but everybody seems to clear away as soon as they see them. They're like, whoa, what the hell? Yeah, 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 sure, go ahead, man, go ahead. You can have front row. I'm going to get a cloak just in case. Cloaked. And the uh, Lothan, or Blood Rage now, just kind of snarls at the Alorians. Just... They really rush back. Yeah. Oh, God. I don't want to be... His wings buff out. Yeah, they do. And he just decides. He's doing the peacock strut. He's sitting there going. He's doing the crab walk with the peacock strut just around <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> 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 As he runs away. No. Uh, but no, seriously. He's just walking around just kind of snarling at everybody. Yeah. All right. So... Um, as you walk closer to the stage, uh, the politician stops and looks at you and says, And whom might we have the honor of uh, joining our humble gathering? I am Dr. Miles Stein, and these are my comrades. They're here to talk to you, and... This here is Stormbringer. He has words he'd like to discuss with you. You seem to be from the military. Do you belong to Xavier? Uh, once upon a time, yes, but we had a falling out of sorts. Many people fall out from him and their bodies are never found again. And we here are standing against his militant rule. Duh, there are many people standing against him. Fair enough. I guess I should introduce myself out of courtesy. I am Odessa Chambers. I am the representative of the people. But we understand here and now that this is a shadow. This is a farce. The tribunal rules Aloria with an iron fist in their seemingly immortal lives. We are done listening to these bickering siblings. We will free ourselves and rejoin the rest of Valos. Interesting. We are going to set up a proximity scan. Ooh, cool. All right, roll with intelligence. Ooh. Eight? You have a proximity scan. Okay. The power it takes to run that seems to remove some of your cloaking ability. Not completely, but it's like you're fluctuating. Yeah. So, um, as you maneuver closer to the stage to in, ingratiate yourself with Odessa Chambers, 
you uh, get onto the stage and you walk over to her as Stormbringer and Blood Rage seem to just stand back waiting for you to speak the words. Uh, he seems rather closed mouth. He doesn't seem to be the gracious type. Who's Stormbringer? He, he probably has more in common with the dragon than he does the politician. There's Stormbringer. She's ready to talk. She wants to hear what you have to... She wants to hear a proposition that you have. Fair enough. I guess I have to speak to people to make them do what they need to do. That's usually how these things get started. A gust of wind lifts him up onto the stage. And he stands before her. Her eyes got kind of like big. And as he walks towards her, you hear a loud gunshot ring out across the arena. And if you want to find out what happens, you'll have to tune in next time for the next exciting installment of Dawn of the Dark Star.